Hello and shalom friends, this is Maim Corlin Vega. I am a naturopathic herbalist and a holistic health coach. And right now I'd like to share with you some information about a very common issue that many people have, urinary tract infections, also known as bladder infections or cystitis. Now urinary tract infections are actually the second most reason that people visit a doctor and it's second only to colds and flus. Um, women tend to get it more so than men, especially as, you know, as women get older and enter their menopause years. And also, you know, when, when people are older, they're just more prone to infections. Now, when people can get it as often as what every year or even more, um, when men have it, um, it, and especially if it's recurring, it tends to pose a greater risk in general. And a lower grade smoldering infection and recurrent infections pose a great danger, a greater danger than a regular bladder infection. And these kinds of more serious infections can even result in kidney failure. It's a common misunderstanding that a urinary tract infection only involves the urinary tract, but um, in actuality, it can also involve the bladder and even the kidney. And when it reaches the kidney, again, that's when it can pose a greater danger. So here are some symptoms of urinary tract infection. A strong, persistent urge to urinate, a burning sensation when urinating, passing frequent small amounts of urine, urine that appears cloudy, urine that appears red, bright pink, or cola-colored, which is a sign of blood in the urine, um, strong-smelling urine, pelvic pain in women, especially in the center of the pelvis and around the area of the pubic bone. Now, urinary tract infections are often uh, misdiagnosed, especially in older people. So if the infection is in the urethra, um, this, the symptoms are usually burning with urination and discharge. If the infection is in the bladder, and then it's cystitis, then there's also pelvic, pelvic pressure, uh, lower abdomen discomfort, frequent or painful urination, um, and blood in urine. And when it reaches the kidneys, and that's the most, uh, that's when it's, you know, it's it's more serious. Um, there's also there could be back pain or side flank pain, high fever, um, shaking and chills, nausea, and even vomiting. About 80 to 90 percent of all urinary tract infections are caused by the E. coli bacteria. And recent studies have found that the main cause of E. coli is through factory farmed chicken. Now this E. coli usually resides in your intestinal tract, however, with, you know, without proper hygiene or also just with a weaker immune system and not enough good bacteria, it can easily go into your urinary tract and cause infection. So this is, you know, uh, this is a, just yet another good reason to 
take care of the quality of the food that you're eating and to prefer to purchase, you know, local farm-raised healthy meat, um, organic, kosher, etc. Another thing is, you know, we should eat meat that is um, fresh and freshly cooked and, you know, stored properly and right away and, um, you know, even after it's cooked, not kept too long. And, and if you do keep it for leftovers, make sure it's thoroughly heated again to make sure that all the bacteria is gone. Now, because urinary tract infection is a bacterial infection, it's most often conventionally treated with antibiotics. Now, the problem, there, there's many problems with this. One of them being that when you use antibiotics, it kills off the good bacteria in your system. And the good bacteria is what naturally helps to fight off the bad bacteria in the first place. That it's your body's natural defense against these types of bad bacteria. And when you use antibiotics that which don't discriminate between good and bad, they just kill it all off, you're 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 harming your body's natural defense system for it. Furthermore, um, newer studies have found that the E. coli bacteria has a sticky biofilm um, which sticks to the lining of your bladder and kidneys and um, urethra and so on and so forth. And because of this, it is largely inaccessible at all to antibiotics. And this is one of the reasons for recurring infections as well. You may kill much of it off with antibiotics, but not necessarily all of it. And when you stop the course of antibiotics, without the presence of um, good gut bacteria in, in your system, it's not, not just your gut, but throughout your whole entire body you have good bacteria, but the antibiotics will destroy it all. But without this, without this um, good bacteria, because of the antibiotics killing both the good bacteria and the bad bacteria, then you are left without a, a natural defense against the E. coli bacteria or any other kind of bacteria that may cause the urinary tract infection. And of course, you also have the issue of um, repeated use of antibiotics, oh, talking about prescription antibiotics, the repeated use and also when people don't finish the, the entire course of antibiotics, that it can develop, um, it can help to develop um, antibiotic-resistant bacteria. And that's another, another reason for um, the recurring infections oftentimes. And, you know, when, you, when you're resistant to antibiotics, it's not just going to be the, the urinary tract infection that you're, that, you're that you're susceptible to. It can be other types as well. So the whole antibiotic use is just really blown out of proportion, and it sets, it sets us in a cycle of continued illness and continued dependence on the antibiotics and we just need more and more and more it's not really it's not really um, it's not really a good way to heal yourself it's not really 
a true healing method for um, urinary tract infection or, or any other type. It should really be a very last resort. Um, as many of you know, my, my family, I have seven children. We have never, my, my children's whole entire lifetime, they have never taken over-the-counter prescription antibiotics. The only an- antibiotics my family uses is natural things like garlic and manuka honey and, you know, powerful natural home remedies such as that. Um, and then we, we also, you know, use probiotics. So for good urinary tract health, you should do things like go to the bathroom often, you know, don't hold it, go before and after sexual intercourse, um, right before bedtime, um, to drink uh, unsweetened cranberry juice every day, um, to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water um, every day. So if you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50 ounces of water per day. And, you know, it doesn't have to be just water. Um, It can also be in the form of herbal teas, but it should be teas that are not diuretics, teas that don't um, deplete water from your system. So not black tea and not coffee, because those those types of drinks um, actually take water from you. And if you drink um, those kinds of drinks, you should actually drink more water um, than the half your bo- half your body weight in ounces. So um, when I'm set talking about teas, I'm talking about uh, non-caffeinated um, herbal teas. Okay, that can count as your for your daily water intake also. And when you have a urinary tract infection, you you should drink even more water. Um, lemon water is also good, um, and also it's it's not healthy to use internal feminine hygiene products that can be a harbor for germs and also not to use spermicides with diaphragms. Okay, so we've established E. coli as the major factor in urinary tract infections. The second major factor uh, we've discussed is basically the overuse of antibiotics because when you use antibiotics, you actually lower your body's natural defense system you know, to fight off um, bacterial infection. And so antibiotic use can just lead to further urinary tract infections. Um, some more some more factors. Um, stress. Stress can, can lower your immune system in general and, you know, lower your body's ability to fight off infections, inclu- including urinary tract infections. It's a, it's a big one. Stress and also a poor diet. Um, having a good diet can actually help protect your body from a lot of stress, but when you've got stress and a poor diet, that's really a recipe for disaster. And then, of course, I've now, um, so we've stated, you know, sexual intercourse and even injury to the area and um, pregnancy can also make you prone to infections. Okay, now I'd like to share with you some powerful home remedies for urinary tract infection. And as just as a legal disclaimer, I have to tell you that what I'm about, about to share is for informational purposes only, and you should consult your doctor. But I'm going to sh- share with you what I would do and have done for myself and my family. 
And as, as I've said, you know, I say all the time, we don't see, you know, we don't see medical doctors. We, we know how to handle everything, pretty much everything that has come our way naturally and holistically. So this is what I would do. Um, the ver- first and most easiest thing to do is to take vitamin C. I like to have vitamin C on hand always because, you know, it's pretty much non-perishable. You can just keep it in your cupboard. You know, we, we have several bottles all around the house. I even have some in my purse. It's a very f- effective immune booster. So um, I would take at least 1,000 milligrams per hour until I got better, um, me or my children. For my children, at least 500 milligrams. Um, now, um, that's just the minimum. Uh, Dr. Dr. Andrew Saul, which is who I learned orthomolecular nutrition from, which is basically omega vitamin therapy, and he... Um, he studied under the Nobel Prize winner, Dr. Linus Pauling. Um, but uh, he would suggest taking 500 milligrams every six minutes until bowel, bowel tolerance. And that basically means um, to take 500 milligrams every six minutes until you have diarrhea. And once you have diarrhea, then you know that you've hit your maximum dose and you can and you can ease up on it you know you can you can uh you can basically stop or take take a lot less um i've never gone that extreme myself even though i would if you know depending on you know how extreme um the case was for for me um pretty much for most infections um one to three thousand per hour is enough um, now, the best kind of vitamin C to take is liposomal vitamin C. Liposomal is spelled L-I-P-O-S-O-M-A-L. That's because the half-life of normal vitamin C is half an hour, but when it's in liposomal form, it lasts a lot longer because it's, you know, protected by that, by, by the fat, and so it doesn't, you know, um, perish as quickly. Now, the top three herbs that I would use for a urinary tract infection are number one, uva ursi, number two, parsley root and, and parsley leaves as well, and number three, juniper berry. And the first one I'd like to talk about is uva ursi, and that's spelled U-V-A, and then the second word is U-R-S-I, two words, uva ursi. And it's, um, it's, it's used, it's been used for hundreds of years, at least, in Native American herbalism as, um, you know, as a, as a healing remedy for urinary problems as well as a diuretic. And it's also a urinary antiseptic, which is very good. It's an astringent and it's also anti-inflammatory. It has a lot of protective constituents such as flavonoids and iridoids and tannins and other good stuff that are really healthy for you. Now, um, you know, for uva ursi, I would just drink it as a tea. And if you'd like to sweeten it up, you could add some manuka honey, since manuka honey is also an antibiotic. For um, the second, the second herb would be parsley. 
and parsley root is really what I would use um, preferably but if you you know it's it's not that common to be able to buy parsley root at the store so you can just get parsley from any grocery store and what I would probably do with parsley is I would I would blend it in a blender and drink it um, with water you know some non-fluoridated fresh pure water purified water um, so blend up the parsley in a blender and then drink it um, that way it's it's also raw now parsley is super healthy it's got you know um, vitamin K and it, it helps with your urinary tract and it's a diuretic it's an anti-inflammatory and it's you know research has even found that it's anti-cancer so the third herb that I would take is juniper berry. It's and it's also a very classic traditional herb that's used for bladder and um, urinary tract infections, um, and it's got a lot of great properties as well. It's a diuretic. It's an antibacterial. Um, it's an anti-fungal. Um, it is, um, you know, can help with high blood pressure. It's just got a lot of really good properties. So. Uva ursi, parsley root, and juniper berry. You can get them all from Amazon fairly quickly, um, especially if you need it, you know, sooner than later. Um, if if it's not so much of an emergency, I prefer to get it from PacificBotanicals.com or MountainRoseHerbs.com. Those are the two sources that I that I normally get my um, herbs from, and I always try to get them either organic or wild crafted. That's the best. Um, but of course, if you need it right away, then, you know, Amazon and parsley, parsley root, not parsley root, but parsley from the grocery store and then blend it. Now with the, um, you know, with, with the uva ursine parsley root and juniper berry, I'd take that as a tea, you know, steep it for, you know, maybe half an hour and then, and then drink it with, you know, some manuka honey, which is also antibiotic. Um, but you know, when I, when I say to drink these things, it doesn't mean drink them once, you know, I would drink them throughout the day until my problem was gone. You know, you can, you can combine it all together into one drink, or you can, you know, make one drink at a time and, you know, kind of alternate or, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's up to you. Um, it's better to drink and fast from food if possible um, whenever you're sick with an infection whether it be a urinary tract infection or you know another kind of infection if you can you know don't force yourself don't force yourself either to eat or also don't you don't you know starve yourself you know just um, eat light you know um, broths and you know um, fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff like that are, are the best for when you are sick and, and it should be things that are homemade not anything packaged or processed because those kinds of foods have you know lots of issues and are not good for your immune system now you often hear that you know you should drink cranberry juice if you have a urinary tract infection um, and some people say oh well it's not it didn't work it didn't work but you know the cranberry juice drinking that's more of you know um, more like of a preventative measure it's not that potent but the active ingredient um, 
in cranberry is something called D manos. That's D dash manos. D dash M A N N O S E. And you know, research has found that D manos actually works just as well as prescription antibiotics for um, for urinary tract infections. And what's what's the best part about it is that there's less side effects. Um, so the way that D-manus works is it sticks to the E. coli bacteria and it allows it to be flushed out. Remember how I said earlier that the bacteria tends to stick onto your um, your bladder and your kidney walls. Um, but when you take the D-manus, um, it, it, it sticks to it instead and, you know, allows it to be flushed out of your system when you are drinking. And that's another, you know, of course... Remember, you should be constantly drinking when you have um, the urinary tract infection. Now, D-manos, you can get that. Um, I would probably go to Sprouts for something like that, if you have a Sprouts near you or another kind of health food store. And, of course, if not, then you can also get it from Amazon. Okay, so cranberry juice would be more for, you know, a a daily drink. But when, when you have, you know, a, a more serious issue than D-manos, that's, you know, uh, the active ingredient in cranberry, and there's a lot more of it in the supplement form versus um, if you're just drinking cranberry juice. Now, another very important thing to take, um, especially if you've taken antibiotics, is a, a high-potency probiotic. And remember, as I was saying before, the probiotics in your body are necessary to, you know, for just general immune health, for just general health, but also it's the good probiotics, it's the good bacteria that helps your body fight off the bad bacteria, actually. You need a balance. And usually with antibiotics, it kills off both the good and the bac- and the bad bacteria. And so there's nothing left to fight the bad bacteria when it comes. You really have to replenish it, um, or else you will get that recurring, those recurring infections. Now, um, <clears throat> the best way, or the way that I would, you know, we, we, my family takes probiotics, actually every single day. We we take um, a high potency probiotic pill in a um, in a superfood drink. So what I would do if, you know, you should, I think everyone should actually take some high quality probiotics um, at least every two to three days, okay, if not more. And we usually always up that when, you know, whenever we're sick. But um, we get it from Sprouts. You can also get it from Amazon or I like, you know, I like the supplements that Mercola.com also sells. Um, Dr. Mercola, he he sells a, a good liposomal vitamin C. I'm not sure if he sells the D-manos, but, um, but I know he has uh, probiotics as well. And you really need to get the high-potency probiotics. Anything that's not high-potency is just too weak to... Um, you know, really do much for you. So high potency would be 50 billion and above. If you can get one that's 100 billion, just like the most value for your money. And the the, the kind of brands that I trust are brands like, you know, as I said, Dr. Mercola, and also um, Garden of Life. That's 
um, Jordan Rubin's um, brand. Um, his that whole line. Well, I mean, he he first founded that brand. I don't think that he owns it anymore. Um, but Garden of Life, and then also Jarrow's Formulas, J A R R O W. And you know, a natural way to to get um, probiotics would be to eat it in fermented foods such as sauerkraut and um, real real you know fermented uh, you know yogurt and um, kombucha and and things like that but um, you have to be really careful uh, with with when it comes to foods make sure it's raw so that the probiotics are still alive because you know a lot of conventional foods that should have probiotics like pickles and you know things like that um, if they're pasteurized and all the good probiotics have been killed off. So that's why, you know, um, probably for medicinal purposes, I prefer taking just the high quality, high potency um, probiotics. Now, other general immune boosting herbs that you can take, and I think these herbs you should probably just have on hand at home with you always, is echinacea and oregano oil. Now, um, echinacea just basically enhances and boosts your immune fu function. And, you know, we'll take echinacea whenever whenever we're sick with a cold or a flu or a sore throat or anything, um, you know, any kind of infection, you know, echinacea is a good immune booster. And then also um, oregano oil, it, um, it's a powerful antibacterial and antiviral. So those are things that they're really just multi-purpose um, herbs. And you should really, you can really just take it for, you know, a lot of things that, that you may have. It's a good, those are both very good um, natural <clears throat> immune boost boosters and antibiotics. Kind of like uh, vitamin C, you know, something that everyone should take and everyone should have in their home for when they need it. And um, another um, just general Im um, immune boosting supplement is vitamin D. And, and most people today are lacking in vitamin D unless they have a profession where they work outside on a daily basis. Most people are are poor are, are, are very very deficient in vitamin C and you know um, an inadequate uh, amount of vitamin D in your system can can be the the trigger for um, you know a, an infection be becoming more serious and even deadly okay so vitamin D is very very important for your immune system that's another vitamin vitamin C and vitamin D that people should really take um, regularly and have on stock. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to vitamin D, whenever I'm sick with an infection of any kind, I will take 50,000 IU vitamin D um, daily for, uh, for, for about three days, no more than three days, one to three days, depending on how I feel. Um, and then you know, you, you, you can take more, and that's just for when you're when you're not feeling good. On a daily basis, because I'm dark, I will take about 30,000 IU um, 
However, you know, if you have lighter skin, you can you'll probably go with less than that, maybe just 10,000 IU. I know it sounds high, but if you actually test your vitamin D levels, you will see that it's, that it's probably low. Now let's talk about diet during um, a urinary tract infection. Now whenever you're sick, whether it's with a urinary tract infection or not, you, you really need to, you know, the holistic approach is not just to take, you know, some, some things, some pills, some herbs, some tea. Holistic means you, you get the whole picture. You, you treat your body as a whole system and you give it everything that it needs to thrive, okay? Not just, you know, it's the standard medical model that expects to just take a pill, a magic pill, and then you're you're better and you can go back to, you know, whatever unhealthy habits that you used to do. But, you know, with the, with the holistic model, when it comes to true healing, you have to feed your body what it needs to be able to heal itself. So if you, if you know, some, some really good foods to be eating, if you have a urinary tract infection, are watermelon, um, celery, celery juice. If you could juice the celery, you can even juice the celery and watermelon together. Um, the parsley, as I mentioned before, and then lots of um, garlic, especially fresh raw garlic. Um, garlic is also a, an extremely powerful antibiotic. It's an, another one of those herbs that you can just have on hand. But, you know, when it comes to garlic, it really should be raw, and you have to um, crush it and let it oxidize to release the allicin, the allicin to um, A-L-L-I-C-I-N. And that's, you know, really the, the, the active ingredient, the, the, the thing that that is, you know, the powerful healing property of garlic. You have to crush it, and let it oxidize first, and then, you know, what I do is, you know, I'll blend it with some orange juice and then, you know, just drink it that way. Um... So you have to give your body, remember we talked about the importance of the, the, the good bacteria, right? So you have to feed your body things that will um, boost your immune system and feed the good bacteria, which will naturally fight off the bad bacteria, the E. coli, um, or whatever um, bad bacteria is causing that urinary tract infection. And so one of the most important foods that you have to avoid that feeds the bad bacteria is sugar. And I don't mean the sugar from, from the manuka honey or the watermelon, okay? Because there's other properties in those things that are going to be very good for your infection. But the kind of sugar that you need to avoid are sugars um, such as, you know, just white sugar and junk food and, you know, candy and you know, if you're going to use a sweetener, it should be manuka honey while you're sick. Um, not no sugar, no junk food. Drink good things and only eat good things, natural things, fresh things, homemade things. No junk food, <laughs> no fast food. Okay, no processed foods, no sugar. All right. So if you have any questions or comments about any of the things that I shared here please go ahead and um, contact me. And if you need any personalized um, help or support, I can also help you with that. Um, just go ahead and contact me. And of course, also, 
I have my Herbalist and Health Coach training and certification program. So if you would like to learn how to become the healer of your home and your community and build a profitable online business, making an impact in this world, please contact me. Oh yes, and one last thing. It's late here right now, and I'm getting really tired, which reminds me that another really important thing to remember, if you're healing of anything, to get proper rest and sleep. Okay? Shalom. Good night. There's a well-known quote by the famous inventor Thomas Edison, which goes like this. He said that the doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest his patients in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. Well, the future that he was talking about is today. And this is your opportunity to become that true healer of the future. Hippocrates, known as the father of medicine, said, The greatest medicine of all is teaching people how not to need it. Everyone has a doctor in him or her. We just have to help it in its work. And that's exactly what good health coaches do and what we teach at Aruka. Are you interested in becoming a holistic healer? Like a health coach, a naturopath? an herbalist, or a nutritionist, but don't have the time or money for college? The Aruka Holistic Life Academy offers a dual certification program in naturopathic herbalism and holistic life coaching with an emphasis in online business and marketing. Become the healer of your home and your community and build a profitable online health coaching business. Visit www.aruka.com. That is A-R-U-K-A-H dot com.